Hey guys, welcome to the finale episode of season two. Also, happy 4th of July! Yay! Or like I want to call it, happy binge of the third season of Stranger Things Day! <laughs> binge, 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 Snacks. And Netflix. <laughs> Fourth of July barbecue and Netflix. And Netflix. <laughs> Netflix and Fourth of July. <laughs> Netflix and Fourth of July. It's not working. <laughs> doesn't have that that. It ring. doesn't have that nice ring to it. We are so excited to watch this. Yes, we yeah. are. I'm so jealous of our one friend who has seen the first episode. Yes. So one of the amazing, amazing things about social media is mm. that we have met lots of different kinds of people, and we made a friend, Zandra, mm-hmm. who is working on a Stranger Things musical. Mm. And the cool thing about hers is that a lot of times you'll see like parodies, mm-hmm. like musicals will tend to be parodies of what's happening, yeah. but hers is like an actual serious one, yeah. like that takes the plot seriously, mm-hmm. takes the character seriously, just like the show itself is like more of a serious show like yes laughable moments but also very serious yes and we were lucky enough that she's going to be on this episode yes we got to chat a little bit about her play slash musical and also hear her thoughts on the characters yes so So she'll we'll be featured in our theme spot Mm -hmm. we're also you might have already seen her on our story once um Mm -hmm. but we're going to be featuring her a little bit more and then what we're hoping to do is Mm -hmm. restart our almost nerdy crew podcast which Mm -hmm. is on tuesdays and we'll be hearing from her more as she's going through the process because it is about a year process to get Mm -hmm. this going Mm -hmm. she has a lot of her characters already we just Mm -hmm. think it's such an interesting like cool story that we just want to keep up with it and uh and keep going with it yes Hopefully we get to see a play. Yeah. And slash musical. Musical. Yes, the musical. So I'm, so, I'm, I'm so used to saying play, you know. <laughs> yes. So diving into the episode, we will start with our two-sentence summary. The last one. <laughs> I wish that you guys could see what Dan Shalom just did. It was, it was like something straight out of SpongeBob. <laughs> it was wild. Okay. I am doing the summary this time. Mm. I have it a little easy because on this episode, we are only focusing on episode nine of Stranger Things season two. Yes. So here we go. This is my two sentence summary of that episode. Mm. Mike and Elle's notebook reunion leads to a snowball kiss. But first, Mm. they have to close the gate. Max lives up to his name as a Zoomer. And Joyce says, screw you to the Mind Flayer to save Will's life. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's that's so good. <laughs> well, I only had one episode. To that's so good. You know, like it, it was very like very entertaining. Thank very entertaining. You. I will give that an A, then like a plus beta. A like what? a little plus. <laughs> like a, a little, little baby one. Like a little baby plus. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so annoying. <laughs> Little Sebastian of Saul Leo. The little Sebastian. <laughs> it's the little Sebastian of the Leo. It's like a Leo. <laughs> Not little. Leo. Leo. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I liked it. It was really good. It was really, this is a really awesome episode. There's so much closure mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. I My heart is very happy with this episode. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Let's move on to superlatives. Superlatives. So we have been giving a superlative every week. Mm-hmm. We felt like Dustin was really highlighted in this one. Yes, he was. 
Yes, so, he was. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll say go. you go first. Okay. Yeah. I would say that Dustin is most likely to probably blow up the house by accidental experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, he's he's he does have that. He okay when he when he cleared out the whole refrigerator and put the demodog like made Steve put the demodog in the refrigerator and all the food is on the ground. I'm like, this kid is ruthless. Like he's yeah. and like not in like a bad way, in like yeah. a cute way. Yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. I thought I thought that was hilarious. I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? Joyce's house is already a mess. Like, why not? Like, right. we'll, just, we'll just make it a total mess. And Steve, the babysitter, is like, oh, whatever. <laughs> what would you give him? I, I, the first thing I thought of was, and I think I might be a little messed up from from the one of the previews is him becoming a camp instructor. Aww. Yeah, I, I can see him. He's very tuned in with people and how people feel and what people are feeling. Even even during the season, he picks up on Lucas and Max. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought that was like very, he's very good at that. He's very good at, yeah. even last season, he talks about, he kind of explains to, to, to Mike about how Lucas is feeling. Yeah. And I, I thought that's such a cool thing about him. Yeah, he's really intuitive mm-hmm. with feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's dive into this episode. So if I was let's to break it, it down... I'd say we've got Saving Will, we have L and Hopper closing the gate, mm-hmm. we have the kids assisting a party member, uh-huh. and Snowball. Snowball. So many things. <laughs> um, before we get into any of that stuff, this one mm. didn't really, I feel like, fall into a topic, but I, mm. I wanted to talk about it, mm. was, so at the beginning of the episode, we have Mike and L's reunion, which yeah. felt very, like, notebook-esque, like... I talk to you every day. She's like, 353 days. days. (laughs) So do you think that Mike's anger with Hopper is justified? No. No, not at all. I I think, but he's a kid. Mm. It's not justified, but it's understandable. Mm -hmm. It's understandable. I think definitely it's like, like, look, he was protecting you. Mm-hmm. You know, in the best way that he knew how to protect you. Yeah. But at the same time, it may, it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like, it makes sense that you're angry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was right there and you couldn't see her and you missed her so much. Yeah. You know. Ugh, it's such like a hard situation because it's like, even just Mike knowing about it mm. put her in so much more danger mm. than like just going through the pain of thinking that she's yeah. not there anymore mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like i get that i did actually like the way that hopper handled it when he's like hey you can't blame her for this like mm-hmm. you need to blame me like i'm the one to blame do not take this out on her at all like yeah i liked that hopper really like took <coughs> like he really took it he was like he did this is yeah yeah this was me yeah yeah like he he really like it was kind of like one of those like allowing allowing Mike to kind of vent, mm-hmm. just letting like yeah him letting it out and and I thought that was really cool of Harper to mm-hmm. like kind of let that was well, he's normally very defensive and very much like yeah you know be grateful kind of thing yeah be know? grateful but I think he he definitely shows a little bit more of a growth mm-hmm. in this particular uh, scene even though he pushes back a bit yeah and then finally he's just like yeah you're okay kid sorry yeah you know and I I thought that was really great of him to do that. 
Yeah. Mm. Hopper actually had a lot of moments like that this episode. He did. Yeah. I wanted to talk about his conversation with Elle in the car. Mm. I thought that was really... I don't know, it was like what you wanted. Like mm. it brought like nice closure to like yes. the fight that they had and all of yes. that. And I, I one of my favorite parts is like I'm not hating the outfit you're wearing right now. Like I'm not because originally he yeah. made the joke. He's like, why do you look like you're like somewhere out of like MTV punk? <laughs> right. <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He. It, that was cool. That was that was a really sweet scene. I loved it. For me, it was. It, it it brought a certain wholeness to the season mm-hmm. where it's like there were there were fights there was distrust there were lies and then coming to a place of just reconciliation and mm-hmm. understanding too of saying like I was a jerk you were a jerk we we're all you know messed up but I'm sorry you know here's how you know here's how I feel and I thought that was a really good conversation that they had in the car and mm-hmm. then them holding hands and driving yeah. off you know to their possible deaths you know <laughs> that was really cool. And I think Elle also got to see a part of Hopper's life that he had never shared with her before. Mm, yeah. Because he does he does come to the place where I think he finally realizes, like, I get so angry with you mm. when you put yourself in danger because mm. I've lost my daughter. I lost yeah. Sarah. And Elle's yeah. like, who's Sarah? And he's like, you know, that was my daughter and, and she's yeah. gone now. And mm. I don't want to lose you. And that comes out in these, like, ugly, angry ways. Mm. And I thought that that was really nice because I think Elle finally is starting to get, like, the bigger picture of, like, oh, wow, like, I was a jerk, too. Like, yeah. I didn't listen. We were yeah. both jerks to each other. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I thought it was cool of Elle to see, to kind of, like, to kind of come to a place of understanding where Harper is coming from mm-hmm. and, and understand mm-hmm. his fears of losing her. Yeah. You know, because he's afraid that the government will catch her and possibly experiment on her and yeah, mess her up and or use her as a weapon, you know. And so his fears are justified. And I think it was cool for Al to understand that and even understand Harper's love for her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how he's seeing Al as his daughter. Yeah. And I thought her kind of like coming to a place of understanding that, I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this is like jumping a little bit to the end of the episode, but when... Hopper does get the uh, the birth certificate. It says Jane Hopper on it, so it's like she mm-hmm. is actually his daughter now. Yeah, like she's actually yes. a Hopper now, which yes. is like it was just really sweet. I mean, yeah. I didn't know. Mm. I, I think the first time through, I didn't actually look at the name. I just saw Jane, and that was mm. birth certificate. I was like, oh, that's awesome. She got birth certificate. Yeah, but I didn't realize like it didn't say Ives on it. It's a mm. Hopper. Yes, so it's like she's his. Yes, which is pretty cool. Yes, I thought it was, it was really beautiful. That was really beautiful, like, of him. Like, it's it's just so, it's so wholesome. Yeah. There's so much wholesomeness in that. Like, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this feels right. It feels good. And I thought that was an excellent ending. If they'd finished the whole thing there, I would have been super happy, you know. But they didn't, which I'm happy about. Yeah. But that felt like such a complete arc for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. Mm-hmm. So then they go in mm. to the lab. Into the lab. And they close the gate. <laughs> yes. Yes, with the demi demi dogs going crazy, going wild. Oh, you kinda man. feel sorry for the demi dogs a little bit in that I do feel in bad that for moment. the demi dogs because mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh. I d- I'm like, you poor little puppies. You're just mm. being used. Mm-hmm. You're just being used mm-hmm. by this mean owner mm-hmm. who's making you fight. Mm-hmm. It makes me really upset that yeah. they all died. 
Yeah. I was extremely sad when Dart died. Yeah. I was like more sad than I feel like I should have been. I yes. was like, no, yes. not Dart. Yes. And then I got in my head because I was like nature versus nurture. Like, yeah. he's is like this monster and he loves his nougat (laughs) and he loves loves his dustin like he just like loves him yeah yeah i'm wild (laughs) yeah i kind of i kind of thought that like that was in that moment it's kind of also us coming to to get where dustin is coming from a a little bit Mm. you know kind of the relationship he's getting he's a little vindicated to be to be honest because yeah. they're going like why are you keeping this thing alive why are you keeping it alive I mean Dart basically lets them through yeah Dart lets them through because yeah. Dustin is like talking yeah. to him and all that yeah so so that pretty much saved their lives you know so mm. but to jump back to Elle at the gate mm. what like what were you thinking when Elle was closing the gate I, for me I was like seeing the like shadow face of the mind flare like mm. at the gate I was like ah! <laughs> I'm like, freaking out <laughs> Yeah, and the and the and the the hand is kind of coming through. through. I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Oof. That that was that was definitely that was definitely like an intense moment, you know. And then she flies. Yeah, when she's floating, I was like, L at most powerful. Like this is crazy. Yeah, I don't want to touch too much on this because mm. that's the a major part of my theme mm. is like the L clip. But I do mm. want to like talk mm. about the scene itself. Yes. And so I'm excited to see her fly. I, I have a feeling she you can think fly. She can actually, like, I think she fly, can actually like, fly all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not just mm-hmm. like it's not just a momentary thing. It's like I think it definitely seems like something she can just like do. If I she's in the, the right she, frame like, of mind, she like practices. She can probably like. I think she's gonna be like Jean Grey style. Like Jean Grey, yes. Like she probably won't use it all the time, mm-hmm. but it's like one of those things that she can use if she wants yes, to. Yes, yes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we can't talk about this scene without talking about one of our party members needs our assistance. We yes. must provide that assistance. <laughs> <laughs> so to back up even further, mm-hmm. you need to have Billy in context as well. So yes. Billy is looking for Max mm-hmm. and he shows up at the Wheeler mm-hmm. household. And he's mad because he's, oh, he's been angry. forced to look for Max. Yep. So... He shows up the Wheeler household. How do you feel about the weird, like, Billy Mrs. Wheeler scene? <laughs> I, I literally, like, whenever I watch that scene, I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, what? You, you, you know, honestly, okay, so I'm, for me, like, I hate love triangles. I hate things like that when you add, like, you know, um, when you add, like, super, like, love interest contest cheating kind of thing yeah. in, into a series like that but i think for the wheelers for the dynamics of their family because their family is so it's kind of boring in like it's such a boring backdrop to to mike yeah who is super interesting to nancy who is like incredibly interesting yeah and so it's such a, a boring backdrop and i think part of it is they're trying to add a bit of color to that mm, a bit of mm-hmm. int- like interest to the background of their family mm-hmm. diving a little bit into their family because i feel like that's the family that we haven't really looked into that much i mean lucas family is another one yeah. but we get to see his sister who is yeah. going to be featured a, a bit more next season yeah, makes sense and i think the that. wheelers are going to be featured a bit more and i think it brings more of or at least mrs wheeler i think at least mrs wheeler from the preview yes. with the one preview with um 
at the pool where like yes. they're all waiting for like Billy to come. All the moms are waiting yeah. for Billy to come. Out. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, like that skews me out. Like that yeah. skews me out. So yeah. like, I'm like, he's a high school student, uh huh, and you are a mom of a high school student. Like, yes. oh, that just like that freaks me out so much. It reminds me a lot of I'll never forget one of my brother's best friends growing up. Yeah, when he was 16, he looked like he was probably 30. Like mm. he looked, he just looked mm. older. Mm-hmm. And it's like the like sexualization of like teenagers who mm. just like happened to look a lot older. Like yes. I remember that was actually hurtful to my brother's friend Rob. Like mm. he really hated it. But mm. I think Billy likes it in this in the yeah. series. I think Billy likes it. But I know like Rob hated it. Like Rob was like, yeah. "Mom's hit on me." Yeah, because they think that I'm like a single dude. Yeah, who's like in my 30s yeah <laughs> and i'm not i'm actually yeah. like i'm 17 <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think i think definitely that that's something that is going to be interesting to see how they do that mm-hmm. hopefully it's tasteful not mm-hmm. like not overwhelming yeah you know it's like i have a feeling yeah, it won't be but yeah. i'm just like it's one of those things but i also think it's very revealing mm. of mrs wheeler and mm. her life as it is because mm. how many times this season have mm. we seen her like asking ted to do something and then he like is just sitting on the couch doing nothing yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. he's just sitting there doing whatever like i think even the fact that like he's downstairs mm. sleeping and mm. she's upstairs in the bathroom mm. and she's reading this like romance novel mm. fantasy romance novel like that's just really revealing mm. of like their relationship mm. and their like marriage. right right and i think also character like like you know character development wise i mm-hmm. think her character has so much potential Yes. To step out a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's their way of having her step out and yeah. more into the light. Yeah. Uh, so I I hope they do it well, you know. Like we've been watching, you know, cooking shows and it's like it's like I can taste the hint of uh <laughs> paprika in this, you know. But in this situation I hope it's a hint and not like the whole thing becomes like Bleh, you know. We, can, we have a hint of Mrs. Wheeler. <laughs> a hint of Mrs. Wheeler coming through. Not that the whole thing becomes like overwhelmed by that. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but you also have the love triangle between Lucas, Max, and uh, Dustin. I think which that's kind of over, though. I hope not. I hope not. It, it, I, I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over. I'm ready for Dustin yeah. to find someone better. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hope so. I hope they'll move on. So I'm looking at that. And then you also have... You know, you have Jonathan, you have Nancy, and Steve. Mm. So those are all three love triangles that might be... I mean, the Wheeler one is, like, it's cheating. But, like, uh, but I hope that the show doesn't get too much of that. I, I mean, just from the way that they've been doing things, I don't yeah. think that they're going to be one of those shows that, like, yeah. falls into, like, love triangles. Like, it's not going to yes. it's not gonna be, like, Vampire Diaries or something like that. Like, it's just not yes. that vibe of a show. I so hope they don't... I don't look, think they'll yeah. go that way. I really don't. Because they didn't start yeah. that way. Like, I don't think they will. I mean, after, after D&D, after, you know, all of that with, with Game of Thrones, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> You're I, I have trust issues. I'm going to so, confess that right now. <laughs> that was trust issues. So whenever I see something, I'm like, I am afraid that you're going to mess this up. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Yeah, we'll be, I'll be okay. Speaking of uh, jo- the Jonathan, Nancy, Steve situation, mm. I 
I actually really love, I was considering this as my theme, but I think mm. it fits better in this spot. But yeah. I really love when Steve, Steve says to Nancy, you know, I might be a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a damn good babysitter. Mm. Because I think that he realizes, like, he feels more fulfilled like, his relationship with Dustin is more fulfilling to him mm. than his time with Nancy. Like, I just mm. feel like no matter what mm. he does, like, mm. he, him and Nancy just are not on the same plane. Like, yes. if whenever Nancy gets inquisitive, who does she go to? Jonathan. She's mm. always going to Jonathan. And I think mm. that Steve is just like, mm. I need to be okay with that. And I mean, from the last scene when they're at Snowball and yeah. he's dropping Dustin off yes. and he's like looking through at Nancy, like, mm. there are definitely still feelings there. There's mm -hmm. definitely still feelings mm -hmm. there. But I think he's also just like, I'm going to constantly be hurt by this girl. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think mm -hmm. he's getting that. Like, I actually think he's being harder on himself than he needed to be in that mm -hmm. comment. I think he's mm -hmm. being hard on himself so that Nancy will feel like she can leave. Yeah, I think so. Because she is kind. She yeah. is kind. Like, she doesn't want to hurt Steve. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's kind, but I think she has a side of her in her that's very that lashes out. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I think we we saw that at that party. You know, and, yeah. And it's interesting how she references that party, like where the one kid at the snowball is yes. like, "What is what's in this?" And she's like, "Pure fuel." Yeah. I this that's one line that I say all the time. Pure fuel. Yeah, she says wow. that a lot. Like for any type of beverage. like any type of beverage. <laughs> Pure fuel. I'm like, I'm like, what is that? He's like, orange juice. Pure fuel. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, it's not even alcohol. Like, it's, like, it's coffee. It's orange juice. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think she references that, and I think that. Yeah, like, she does have that personality that has these specific moments where she lashes out. And I think those kind of haunt her a little bit. Mm. Just a little bit. And I think mm -hmm. that 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 definitely kind of showed. Mm. Do you think Nancy with Steve or Nancy with Jonathan is a better combo? I think neither. I think, I think neither. Like, she's not going to end mm. up with either mm. one. I think neither works. Jonathan definitely is, there's, there's you know, a shared trauma there you know mm -hmm. and i think that's something that they share right now uh with with steve it was more like just uh it was, it was relational but steve was just not being himself yeah he was being very different i, I would say more john more steve than jonathan really you know honestly yeah that's more steve than jonathan i think she but she needs to figure herself out yeah. i think even her and jonathan is a dangerous situation i think she might even lash out at jonathan and be, I think she has potential to do that, and I think she needs to figure herself out by herself, um, and, and kind of come into her own personality. But she's mm -hmm. actually more aggressive, more intense, mm -hmm. more intense. You know, you can see that in Mike a little bit. You know, Mike is very sharp. He's very like sharp tongued. Mm -hmm. I I struggle with some of the scenes with Mike where he's just mean to Max. Yeah. So there's that like sharp true. tongued kind of thing going on. Mm -hmm. And I think you can see that sibling connection there where she's very, she keeps it more to herself. Mm -hmm. And then she has moments where it comes out and it's, it cuts. And I think that, I think that's going to come out with Jonathan as well. Yeah. Mm. I think she's definitely a lot more into Jonathan. I think that they make more sense. But they also, I feel like, are 
almost like dangerous together if that makes any sense like because yeah. they're always coming up with these crazy plots and like situations to like they're getting in mm. trouble they remind me a lot of Shalom and I have been rewatching um Doctor Who again yes and we're at the we just finished the part where it was Doctor and Clara Mm. And they were like a dangerous combination. Basically, doctor and doctor. Yeah, it was basically like doctor and doctor. Like they were such a dangerous combination because they wanted to achieve something so mm. badly that they'll go to whatever length yes. to achieve it. Yes. And it, you know, that's how you end up hurting people and mm-hmm. hurting things because you mm-hmm. just assume that you know best. Yeah. And so that's why I think that they're kind of a dangerous combination. Whereas mm-hmm. Steve, I think, like wants to help Nancy just have like a normal life, but. I don't think that she wants to live that life. I think mm. I really think mm. that she wants she wants the danger. I think she likes mm. the danger. Adventure. And like what you were saying before where it's like the wheelers, the parents are kind of like a boring backdrop compared mm. to the kids. Yes. So I think that like she's kind of rebelling against that. And I mean they talked yes. about that in the season 1, uh-huh. Nancy and Jonathan mm-hmm. when they were like talking and mm. I think that they, you know, mm. it is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. Yeah, and I think I I'm excited. I'm I mean I'm, you know, like I said, I'm I'm nervous about this, but Mrs. Wheeler seems to have potential mm-hmm. to kind of show more of where some of that fire that Nancy yeah. and Mike have. Yeah. I think there's potential of that. Yeah. So I'm excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. So back to what I was originally trying to get up. So mm. Billy and Steve confront yes. each other. Yes, confrontation. I feel like. Billy is just wild. Like I, he's just crazy. I'm like, bro. Like he's just crazy. He's just throwing punches. Yeah. Like he's just throwing punches. No, I mean, like, I mean, so in that scenario, I'm a boy, so I was, I was going like, who's the better fighter here? You know, so that's how I think. Um, and definitely, <laughs> Steve is a, is much better fighter. Billy plays dirty. Yeah, just dirty. He hit him in like, the head he, with that plate. Yeah, the plate. When he hit him with the plate, I was like, you're that's done. when I was like, I think they is. It actually speaks a lot to their personalities. Mm. I think definitely Steve is is a badass. He's like amazing. He's a crazy good fighter. The way he handles the bat, he's got but he's not evil, you know? Yeah. I think showing having Billy throw the plate and, and play dirty in that scenario, I think it allowed us to see lines. Two very mm. distinct lines of wow a, a like where it's like it's a, was it it's a thin line between being a badass and being evil yeah you know and i think that line became so easy to see just seeing how they fought in that yeah. scenario so that's how i processed it and i was like yeah you know you know definitely billy i mean billy is he seems aggressive he's very aggressive but yeah. i think when you when you look at it you're like you're like yeah steve if you didn't play dirty steve could take you but you actually you're actually evil mm. and i think looking at season three we might dive deeper into that evil personality and how that's going to contribute to the series as, as it moves along yeah i'm interested to see where billy goes i i have to say i'm really impressed with it with the actor who plays billy mm-hmm. he does a really good job yes yes he does a really good job because he's got that like really interesting like mm. charm about him mm-hmm. he's got that charm he's got the trauma he's got like mm-hmm. but then he's just like overly aggressive and i i have to say i find that really intriguing yes. do i like the character and do i think he's evil yeah totally mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think that he is a nice complex but not too complex character yeah that I, and i really enjoy hating him 
<laughs> like I just like I really like hating him. It's re- it's it's been fun. <laughs> so yeah, he's 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 a really good actor, and I and I think you can tell there's something about about like just the character that's very it's broken. There's mm-hmm. a brokenness. Mm-hmm. There's a brokenness there. Yeah, there's a brokenness. Yeah, and a lot of it is the dad. Yeah. The, the episode before that, the the dad explains a lot. Yeah. A lot, and I yeah. think I think the dad is is really bad. I think the dad is abusive. Yeah, and I think it's gonna it's oh, not gonna end well. Abusive. Yeah, it's not gonna end well. Yeah. yeah, Max is actually the one who defeats Billy though, because <laughs> she plays dirty as well. She plays dirty as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. she plays dirty. She was really scary with the bat. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, you, you almost mm-hmm. like really hurt him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like either you agree to my terms or you're gonna like <laughs> this is gonna get really bad. <laughs> no, no more man bits. No man bits. <laughs> That's, okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I should love that. Um, yeah, that that was that was scary. You're right. Like I think, and I think she was. She talks about how she feels like she's kind of like Billy. Yeah, and she's she afraid of that. Yeah, and that that moment is a reflection of that. Yeah, mm. but I almost like it's one of those things where it's like, how do you fight someone who plays dirty and stay on the high moral ground? Like, I almost feel like she had to kind of like give into it for a second mm. to mm. set the to set the playing field. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's like once she set the playing field and was like hey I'm willing to go to this length then it's like we're yeah. probably not gonna go to that length again yes we're gonna like we're on common ground now and we can leave each other alone yes yes cause even in like the last scene right before she goes to snowball mm. like he's they look know, at each other yeah they look at each other and they kinda have that moment it's like he knows like he's clearly racist mm. he's clearly racist yes like, yes he hates lucas yes he hates lucas yes just because he's black like, yes let's just lay that out there mm. and he knows that she's going to snowball with lucas but he's mm. like leaving it now mm. Mm. oh i was really nervous for lucas in that moment i was like oh lucas yeah he's getting his yeah. face pounded but, but i was proud of him he like kicked he kicked him in the man bits yeah <laughs> <laughs> man bits i'm gonna be calling that from now on my man bits. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Well, yeah, because uh, like when you're that much smaller, like it's funny. It's only like a couple years younger, but it's enough mm. that there's like so much growth that happens during mm. that time that mm-hmm. like he's mm. actually much smaller than Billy. Like much yes. smaller. Much much smaller. Much smaller. I I'm definitely I'm definitely. Excited to see where Billy's character goes mm-hmm. with with an I, I have a feeling they're gonna go back to that moment where around the snowball mm. I think that that's when he Billy gets infected mm. or rather that's if he gets infected I think he's the one who gets infected I think he's gonna get infected well by, in the preview you can see there's like something on his arm like he's somehow infected mm-hmm Mm. So yeah, so we we'll see we'll see how it goes, but I think he is he is definitely the best candidate to be the carrier of this uh, evil that wants to invade. And the world. again, he's such a good actor at that mm-hmm. that like I'm I'm really excited to see that performance. Like Me I'm too. really Me too. excited to see that Me performance. Too. I think yes. it's just gonna be I think it's gonna be stellar. Like I just it's gonna be amazing. Oh, I'm really excited for it. Yes. Um, yes. So 
What would you do if you were Steve Harrington <laughs> mm. and you wake up in the car mm. and a child is driving? <laughs> I, I, I would react the exact same way. The exact same way. I just love du- Dustin. Dustin is hilarious. <laughs> like, hey, hey, shh, it's okay, it's okay, you put up a good fight. <laughs> you put up a good fight, you put yeah. up a good fight. Hey, kick your butt, but you, you put up a good fight. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, little uh, dusty, little uh, dusty. Uh, he you know me. what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Bonnie. Sitson? Yeah. From How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, there's a certain vibe about him that's very, like... It's like, like that comedic, like, even though they're being, like, a jerk, you still love them. Yes. I don't know how they do it. Yes. I think he was, he is a jerk. He is a jerk. But he's funny at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's cool. So, I, yeah, I would definitely have a heart attack if I woke up and, like, a 12-year-old was driving. Yes. Like, I would die. I, Yeah. And she has like the box on the. On the on it's the, the box that kills me. I'll be like, <gasps> like you can't even reach. <laughs> you can't even reach. <laughs> like, oh man, it freaks me out. Um, uh, I do love though. I do love Dustin's mm. speech that he gives, where he's like, "A party member needs our help. We are here to assist them. Mm. You said that you would protect us. Protect us." And he gives them the bat. Yeah. And. I have to say, the thing that I think is hilarious is, like, all the got... Like, they've got, like, snorkeling gear. And, mm. like, like, that's their protection from the upside down. <laughs> is like, just things that they probably found in the shed. Like, yes, it's all stuff yes. that they definitely just found around, yes. like... Found around the, um... Like, Joyce's house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so funny down yeah. there. But, it, to be honest, it was a good plan. It was a good plan. It was a good plan. It was a good plan, yeah. Yeah, knowing that it's 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 a hive mentality, so yeah. you heard it, and you know they put themselves in danger because the 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 demodogs went there, and then they had to rush back. Yeah, and I thought that was a great plan that they put because there were so many demodogs. That it was more than I was expecting. Way more, like the the scene when when they run past Dustin and Steve, I was like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of them. Could be hundreds. It it's was so a many. lot. And I was, I was, I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I thought, I, I was like, that was such a great plan. There was no way that Hopper and Al could have, wow, like closed that gate. Yeah, you know, with so many demi dogs in the way. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh my gosh, the part when Hopper has like the knife and he's like looking in and he can see all the demi dogs like right before they light mm. it on fire. I was like, I had chills. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Are they gonna make it? Mm. Uh, also, the knife remind me a lot of. Um, signs oh, okay when um they trap the alien in the closet and mm. they put the knife underneath to see to see uh wow to look at it it reminded me a lot of that i thought that was a mm. nice little wow. throwback wow so meanwhile all of this is going on mm-hmm. and they are trying to get the mind flare out of will mm. <laughs> that scene is really scary. Yeah. It's like really scary. <laughs> Can I tell you what annoys me the most about that scene? And I know I, I'm you not... Jonathan. Jonathan. I know you, you hate that. <laughs> I am you like, hate it. I'm like, Jonathan, like... 
I'm like, if you can't handle it, leave the room. going to die yeah but then this is the only way because if they don't do this he's actually going to die because they well, need to they close the game know, though like they don't know that taking it out of him is going to like they don't know if that's going to kill him too yeah but they but what was definite was that if the mind flare if they were going to close the gate it was going to kill him yes no matter you know what. And, and i think that's kind of where it's like okay dude like this needs to happen and uh, joyce is not even having it joyce thinks about Joyce thinks he's he thinking about thinks Bob, of Bob yeah. and she turns the heat up. Yeah. And she like you could she gets oh, menacing. She gets pretty menacing in that yeah. moment where it's like it's like, oh this is your kid. And then she's like, turn up the yeah, heat. Turn the, turn up the heat. Oh man. The part though, the part that was really scary though is when it's like in his face. It's like mm. coming out of his face and he's cho- choking Joyce. With one hand. With one hand. I was like, insane and then nancy and then nancy quick quick, though and then nancy that was crazy yeah grabs she grabs those metal what do you call those things poker like a a poker and pokes them with you know it's heated up and i'm like oh my gosh nancy you you're bad like i mean like like, let's be honest let's be honest in that moment i get joyce i get joyce turning up the heat and everything how how do we go from just turning up the heat to poking someone? <laughs> well, he's, choking, he's choking Joyce though. Like, would it? Like, she knows that it's not gonna kill him to hit mm. him to poke him with the poker. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, it just speaks a lot about her. Just the fact that her mind goes there. Yeah. Like it skips. It was, she, there are so many levels. She skipped it. I think I'm sure there are things with that. They she didn't could even do. try to grab or, him or bring the heat really close to his face or something. <laughs> or something like like getting a poker and just going like. <laughs> so you you jump from like level like three to like level ten. No, like, level ten. Level ten. You but skipped all the other levels. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I liked it. I was like. You're probably my favorite character in this show because I think of just that intensity of like it was like heck it, burn him, poke him, poke him. <laughs> I I like that. I was like that is actually really cool, and I and I think I'm I think dying. that 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 was really that was really like really entertaining. But it's like it was like oh my gosh, wow, oh Nancy, you you got that in you, okay. Uh, she's Nancy. That mm. see, this is why though I'm saying like she fits Jonathan better mm. because Jonathan is also like is he a crybaby in this moment? He's yeah, a cry he is. Baby. But like if it wasn't Will, I mm. think that he would be a lot more intense. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a lot more intense. Yeah. Um. So the mind flare mm. leaves Will. Mm. What? Like, where do you think it went? That's what I've... And now that we've seen some of the previews, yeah. I've got, like, some theories. I think maybe, because they keep, like, featuring the rats. Mm. I'm thinking maybe it went into the rats. I think I think it's going to, like, be hosted by different bodies, animals, animals. And then I think it's going to end up in Billy. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Or it's just a, it's a sleight of hand, and they just... It'll be totally different than what they're showing us in the previews. Yeah. You know? I know there are some people who are really angry about like the amount that they've shown in the previews like too much there was someone who was really there was one person who was really angry I don't know if you've seen the one of like Ellen Max in the mall and they're like 
you know, laughing in the mall and trying on uh. clothes. And they were like, I'm so angry that, like, I'm seeing that these two are, like, friends, like, now. Like, I wish that they saved that instead of me now, like, knowing that. And they're like, so now we know Billy's infected. We know that Ellen and Max are friends. We know mm. that, like, all these things are happening. Mm-hmm. And they were just, like, really upset. They're like, mm. we know about the rats. Mm. So. I think the only way to justify what they did is is if they are kind of misdirecting misdirecting one two if there's another kind of plot because there's also the assassin yeah there's, a, there's the assassin like, there's some so there are the, the other coming. layers to yeah there are other layers to the show that oh, i and think they showed the monster that was the other thing people the were really new monster, angry that they showed yeah. the monster already yeah but so, but mm. to be honest like we've seen the monster straight up first episode every season Mm. Season one, we literally see the mo- we literally see the Demogorgon mm. first episode within the first ten minutes. Mm. We see it in the middle of the road. We mm. like, it's not like he was a surprise. Yes, we see like in the second season. This season, we literally see the Mind Flayer first episode within mm. the first like ten minutes. Also, mm. like we like you know what I mean. Mm. We've always seen the monster within mm-hmm. the first ten minutes anyway. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like. Is it really a big deal that we've seen this monster? Yeah. Like, is it a huge deal? Yeah. I and I think, like, to be honest, that's the only way to justify it. I doubt it, but I, I, I've, I don't know. They, they might, they might, they might surprise us and do something. But I, st- I'll still watch it. I'm like, these are all great concepts, great direction. I'll still watch it. Plus, I want to know what the actual story is. Like, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know exactly how it happens. I want to know if it's in Billy, how to get in Billy. Maybe, yeah. maybe that story is even more interesting. So, I, I don't like to be honest with you. I don't mind. Like, you know, I I'm going to watch Fast and Furious, and they've shown <laughs> us everything, everything, <laughs> literally the whole storyline. We we I've watched That's it like- over the last three to six months <laughs> you're you're so critical of movies and that movie is gonna be so bad but like i would say that's your guilty pleasure series it is it's my it's my i i, I love cars i love cars at the same time like these are like some of my favorite characters like actors you know vin diesel uh, but he's not in this one vin diesel loved 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 the series loved it and now they're adding idris alba i'm like oh my gosh all the fights, all the punches, all the d- crazy driving. So coming back to my point is that I can literally, I there's certain things where you're enjoying it so much that I don't. Okay, I, I'm I can I, I was upset with the last trailer because yeah. I thought it was too long. I, I just thought it was too long yeah. and too much. And every much. time I ask you about your thoughts on it, you just talk about how long it is and you don't talk about anything, any <laughs> content. There was no content <laughs> thoughts. To be honest with you, because I, I just don't, I in my mind, I was like, okay, I think I've, I know, I know, I know. Like, I didn't really want to focus too much on that trailer because I was like, I already know what I know. I don't want to know more before mm. the season begins. Mm-hmm. So I kind of watched, watched it and then kind of like stored it in the back of my mind, you know. So like... Yeah, so even though I'm, I'm upset about the length, I'm still excited for the season. I do think that trailers are one of those things where it's really hard because from a marketing standpoint, it's like you do want to pull in new people, but you don't want to, like, abandon your true fans. Mm. So it's like, I feel like that's a really hard place to be because it's like, 
for mm. someone who isn't super into Stranger Things, maybe mm. has just watched it once, mm. when they watch that preview, they're like, wait, who are all these people again? Like, what was that? What did mm. I just see? Mm. Whereas, like, for us, who have watched it several times, mm. love the characters, have, like, mm. deep-dived into it, mm. it's like, you just gave us so much, why would you do that? Yes. Like, why would you do that to me? It's yes. like, I remember the same thing happened when, like, event, yes. when the when Endgame was coming out. People were so mad when they saw, like, the handshake between Captain America and Iron Man. And they were so angry when they saw, like, different things in the previews. They're like, why would you do that? And I'm like, because there are people who aren't as into it as us. Mm. And they want to market to those people, too. Mm -hmm. And those people are going to be like, oh, wait. What happened between Captain America and Iron Man again? You know, they won't mm. remember that Civil War happened mm -hmm. because they're not that into it. So mm -hmm. I like, I think from a marketing standpoint, it's like a really mm. hard place to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a difficult place to be. So I think we finally hit mm. the ending, which is Snowball. Yes. Oh my gosh. Snowball. Snowball. So many things here. Mm. First of all, can we talk about how Dustin's mom has a new cat? <laughs> There's a little kitten. New cat. <laughs> oh. Muse, you will forever be remembered. For. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, and then Dustin doing stuff to his hair. Uh, the fair faucet spray was oh. so cute. That was so cute. I absolutely love that Steve drove Dustin. Mm. Like, I just think that that is like literally the sweetest thing. Isn't this is kind of the weirdest parallel? But Harper and Steve kind of share something there, mm. where almost like an adoption vibe yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Where because you don't see Steve's, uh, you don't see Dustin's parents or dad, you know. I don't. But it's funny they do reference his dad in the very first season, but then mm. they never like we never see yeah. him, which leads me to we believe that him. like either his parents are divorced or like mm. hit, mm. his mom. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, something happened there. Yeah. It looks like Steve has filled that spot. Yes. Now, where he's kind of older brother, dad kind of thing going yeah. on there. You know? So, I, I, it's, it's really sweet. Yeah. It's really, and I think, I think he's finding a certain level of purpose behind that. Mm -hmm. Coming from the time where he's walking up to the Wheeler's house with flowers, where he's like, why am I even apologizing? Yeah. And he's like, he's kind of has this low self-worth thing going on. To now where he's kind of like, it's okay. It's okay. Moving on. Yeah. And he he's like, I am a glorified babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's arc from the first, like his character development arc is probably one of my favorite character developments that I've ever seen ever. Yes. I think he's one of my favorites of all time. Mm -hmm. Just like the surprise from like the first, from season one, mm -hmm. the surprise of him, like, just being a good guy from the first to the last episode. Mm -hmm. And then from this season to being like so crushed and not knowing what he wanted to do to his life mm -hmm. to like finding, finding like joy and life mm -hmm. and like, you know, mm -hmm. being like this surrogate mm -hmm. guy mm -hmm. for Dustin. I just, I really just mm -hmm. love it. I think it's yes. really beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, can we talk about Lucas like planning how he's going <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. to act? Hey. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> uh, oh, it all fell apart. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> and Max, Max rescued him. Yeah, she did. She rescued him. She's like, "You asked me to dance, stalker." I'm like, "Oh my goodness." Uh, 
they're cute. Oh, they're cute. It's sweet. We had a snowball in yeah. seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to it, and because it was snowball, I got uh. this like powder blue dress because wow. I wanted to look like snowbally winter. Oh. And um, I was like Dustin. I didn't get asked to dance. Oh. I was on the side. Oh. I was really, I was really awkward when I was younger. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm still awkward. Like I'm an awkward person, but I feel like I was didn't really lean into it until I was older yeah. and get like more confident in it. Yeah. So yeah, I was I related to Dustin. I was about to say like I I would have asked you to dance, but I was like nah, I wouldn't have because no, I would have been too awkward. We would. Too, I would have been too been shy. Friends. I would have been way too shy to ask. <laughs> like I would have been like in my own corner, kind of like just being like. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Shalom, I don't think Shalom and I would have been friends when we were younger. <laughs> yeah, especially in high school. It's good that we especially met high school. It's good that we met when we were older. <laughs> we definitely would not have been friends in high school. <laughs> I would have been like, I don't have time for you. <laughs> I'm way too nerdy, and Shalom would have really driven me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I drove a lot of people nuts when I was younger. Uh, the Dustin, though, mm-hmm. everybody pairing up, except for Dustin, was really that was a hard scene to watch. Mm. I think that was a really hard scene to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's difficult because I think it it it's it's one of those like uh, especially if you weren't popular in school. Yeah, and you know people weren't asking you to dance, and it's kind of interesting yeah. because not actually not everyone has paired up. There were people people standing in groups yeah. just standing around like doing nothing yeah. you know and part of it is like where is that pressure coming from like where, where, where is he getting that pressure where there are people that are perfectly comfortable just like chatting with their friends and doing nothing yeah you know and it's it, i think yeah definitely part of it is also he likes max yeah you know and i, I think, think he's kind of over max though you I think, think it's so? more. I think it's more that like everybody in his group is kind of paired. Even Will. Even Will has yeah. a girl who's interested in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I think that that is a hard place to be when like all of your friends are paired up and then you are the only one. Like you're the mm. only one who's not. I think that can feel lonely. Mm. Mm. No, I mean like I, 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 you know, I kind of disagree because I think part of it is like the hurt. It's a deeper hurt because mm. he feels rejection. Yeah. He already feels rejection. He's, He's trying to cover that rejection with asking all these girls out and be yeah. like, "Hey, girl, like yeah. kid dance," you know? Yeah. And it's like, what? No, <laughs> you know. So I think they such a like it's kind of like a, an echo of rejection, and so yeah. I might hate Stacy more than I hate Billy. Stacy, yeah. Stacy, I don't care. Kid. I don't like her. She thinks she's too good for our Dusty. Well, guess what? She's not. He's better than her. Take oh that, Stacy. <laughs> Stacy, I don't like her. <laughs> I did like. I really. I think Nancy really came to the rescue, though. Mm. At the end of that, because mm. again, I, I think you're right. I think you really hit on something, like. It is about, like, the rejection of, like, no one. Yeah. Like, no one wanting him. And and he really was on his own this mm. season. Like, I think yes. he spent a lot of time on his own until he found Steve. Mm. So, mm. I think because of that, mm. like, rejection was really, like, a theme for him this season. Yeah. And he, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I think Nancy yeah. coming over and being like really consoling him in that moment. Yeah. I think that was like a really beautiful moment. Like that was, was really nice of her. And also like just the fact that like a high school girl is dancing with a middle school guy. Mm. Oh I think gosh. like the oh other girls are like, wait a second, what just happened? Oh my gosh. I, I, if I was in high school, I would have been like showing off my friends like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would say y'all, but like, you probably would have. I'd be like, <laughs> I would be like, I would be like, yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because that's what boys bragged about when we were kids. Like, I know this girl who is in high school. Was it like if you're like you're in grade seven? Yeah. yeah, like it's like I know girls in high school and she likes me. She likes me. She, she it's like, why is that such a thing? Oh it's gosh. so weird. I. Like for for a while, I did high school ministry, you know, mm. and I'm like ten years older than like the girls that I would like were in my small group that mm. I would like watch over all through high school. Mm. And it's funny, like they act, they would brag about like when I would come get them. Mm. Like every once in a while, I'd pick them up from school and like mm. we would go somewhere. <laughs> and like I remember picking them up for school, and they're like. Eh. We're going out with, like, our friend Courtney, who's going to, like, take us out for Rita's. And I'm, like, I like this, like, I'm just an old, it's just, like, that age thing. And, like, because I, like, mm. had a car, like, guys, this was, like, the most, like, beater car of all beater cars. And, like, <laughs> they're, like, in, like, this, like, beater car that I had because mm. I was, like, right out of college. And, mm. like, they're just, like, we're going to Rita's. And it's, like, so cool. And, like, you guys don't have, like, an older person who will, like, take you wherever you want who's, like, not your mom. And so I was, like, oh, my gosh. It's, but it's funny. Like, age, mm. like, that age difference. Like, mm. it's when you're younger, it mm. really is that, like, bragging right mm-hmm. of, like, being able to do mm. that. Yeah. Like, it's, like, on those, you know, especially on the end of the opposite sex, you know, where yeah. you're, like, a girl who is in high school likes me. And you're, like, <laughs> Nancy's not even like into Dustin though. No, she's it's not. But funny. but it's not. But to be honest, it's a lot of it is a lie. It's lies. A lot of it, like to be honest, a lot of the of stories it. we told each other, I bet it's lies. It's all lies. I definitely lied a few times. <laughs> but like where it's like where it's like I know this girl in high school and she said this and this and this and this and I might know a girl in high school but she never said those things. <laughs> <laughs> that is. I just never would have done that as a teen. Like, I just never did that. It's a boys thing as well. Like, boys tend to, like, have this, like, I need to to show that I'm the man. That's wild to me. So, let's talk about the final scene. Mike and Elle. Elle gets to come to Snowball. Mm. And as they're dancing, Mm. the world starts turning upside down. Mm. And the mind flayer is watching. Mm. Mm-hmm. Great production, by the way. Like, just going from you know, I'm 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 a musician, and I and I'm going into production as well. And I like how as as the camera pulls away and it's then starts to tilt, the music they add like this reverb to yeah. the music, and then they put like minor notes. And I'm getting technical, but getting for me it was technical. so fascinating just how it the minor notes add a certain dark feel, and then the reverb. It made it very like almost like there's a haunting feeling yeah. that you start to get, and then as it's flipping, it was such great cinematography. Amazing, oh. amazing work by these guys. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. 
Yeah. And then you don't just see the mind flare. It just, just doesn't happen. It's like flashes yeah. of light. And then this one flash reveals the, the mind flare oh. at the middle school upside down. Ah. And it's like, it's, oh, it's on. This, this mind flare, he's not done. He's not done. He's not done. Which is good. At all. Because today we're going to binge it. Want to binge it? All of season three. <laughs> all of season three. I'm so all of excited. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So my theme, as I kind of said earlier, was about L closing the gate. And mm. I think that that was such a symbol of healing like that's the theme that i got from this mm, episode was just mm, healing mm. and you could also pull some of that from her conversation with hopper that we talked about mm. where there was like i think there was a lot of healing and closure there mm. but i think l having to go back to the lab like when she was standing outside the lab and she was looking at it i was like what a like brave moment to actually confront something that has like literally ripped her life apart mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is a place where some of her worst memories are from and she's having yeah. these like flashbacks to her being experimented on yeah. and all of that and like yeah. i just really love the part when she's starting to close the gate and she needs more power mm. and mm. she starts thinking about like the festering wound and all of that mm. and like the only way to heal this is to like close the wound mm. and i was looking at the gate and i was thinking like wow the gate kind of looks like a festering wound mm. like if you think about it yes and she opened it by touching the demogorgon the one time and that's mm. how it opened and mm. in closing it and in defeating these i feel like it was mm. really like visually showing us that like she is healing mm. and i think from some of the previews that we've seen of season three already mm which we haven't seen yet, but you can see that, like, she is getting a more normal life, and mm. I think she gets to, like, move forward. Yes. Like, she's getting to move forward. And that, to me, is really exciting, and I and I mm. like the healing, and I like that they not only have, like, talked about it, but we get to visually see mm. healing happening. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, and, and I think, yeah, definitely cool moment of healing and just just, like, closure you know and and i think it's awesome that she got to have that and move on from there i i i really like how the show does that with the characters a lot like a lot well, like with these characters they really bring closure to a lot of these characters mm -hmm. where it's like okay J J um, uh, steve you're figuring something out about yeah. yourself you're figuring yeah. something about yourself you're you know obviously there's still some some stuff happening but i think these big theme things get a certain level of closure mm -hmm. allowing us to have a fresh start in the, in the next season yeah. and so i felt very satisfied by that that scene like just seeing her you know physically close a wound mm -hmm. whilst at the same time emotionally she is closing a wound that she has carried for a long time mm -hmm. yeah my theme is from the snowball where nancy comes to save the day with Dustin. Um I I really thought what she said where she's talking about Stacy and she says leave them alone. They they'll grow out of it. They'll grow out of it. And I thought that was such a an interesting thing about growth and about maturity. 
I, I'm watching a show called Legion, which I think is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Discovered it this week. I'm always discovering shows. <laughs> That's one of my favorite hobbies. And and it basically, you know, one of the actors, you know, is kind of stuck in their mind and 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 the lead goes into her brain to kind of figure stuff out and he goes into the past and part of the past is that she was bullied by these girls and the show shows like where from the time from kindergarten Mm -hmm. and onwards and one of my the thoughts that just hit me was i was like wow one day this girl's bullying you know um you know one of the characters like she was gonna figure out that wow like i was such a jerk i wish i'd never done that and coming back to stranger things i i you know when we watched again as we're preparing for this episode i was like wow this is such a a thing you know where as as you mature this is certain like your eyes open to mm-hmm. something to to a diff- almost a, like a different reality because when you're younger you you're just like going like you don't even know why you're bullying someone you don't even know why you don't like someone because Dustin is actually an interesting character. You would think, wow, like, you know, girls are going crazy over Dustin. But really, like, they are like, oh, weird. But I think a lot of it is that, you know, with maturity, perspectives change. Mm -hmm. With maturity, you you can see things one way. Even when you're, like, you could be 20, 21, 30, or 40. But as you live longer, your eyes open up Uh to something totally different where you're like, Flip, what was I thinking mm-hmm. when I was younger? You know, what yeah. was I thinking? And I think that's something that is such an interesting thing about us as human beings mm-hmm. that we get to do that. We get to see that it's just at the same time, it's like, you know, this you you know, being careful about the scars you leave. And that's a whole different mm-hmm. topic in itself. But I think it's just something, you know, kind of worth thinking about and just being like also like first first of all, you know, be careful of your perspectives mm-hmm. right now because they might change. Yeah. You know, and they'll probably change. And a lot of times change of perspectives can bring regret mm-hmm. and being careful of that. But then also not being so hard on yourself, realizing that, hey, like I was younger. Yeah. And I think that's it's not an excuse, but it's a reality. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah, what you're what you were saying, it reminded me a lot of Earlier, Shalom and I were just talking about, like, we hit our fourth anniversary recently. Yes. Being married. Mm. And Yay. <laughs> yay. And I was talking to a friend earlier today, and we were talking about, like, marriage and just, like, what that's looked like in our lives. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, I don't think I've had more personal growth than probably, like, our first year of marriage. Because mm. it's like, you're doing life with someone, and you're like... Just, like, being confronted with mm. a lot of your, like, mm. faults, mm. as well as, like, the good things. But, like, mm. I think being confronted with, like, a lot of my faults of, like, like, someone asked me, like, why do you expect this of me? Or, like, why do you do this? Or mm. why do you do that? And it's, like, wow, when you live with someone, like, all that time, you're, like, oh, wow, there's a lot about me that I didn't realize was, like, selfish or this way mm. or that way. And it's, like, yeah. it does change your perspective. And I yeah. think, like, yeah, knowing, giving yourself the grace to be, like, okay. I'm growing and I'm not mm. perfect and I'm, yeah. I'm going to grow at that. But mm. then also being ready to change your perspective because mm. Mm. everybody's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And, true. you know, you true. never know what your perspective is going to change on. Yeah, very true. Very true. All right. So we're going to move on to something really exciting Yay. that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Yes, we, did. we have Zandra with us. And so we actually did an interview with her. 
where she is going to share about her theme for yes. and she doesn't just touch on the episode she touches on the season and talks about her work a bit so mm-hmm. enjoy Xander. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. We're so excited to have you. Um, I I like I am a musician, so hearing that you're doing a musical really got me excited. Okay. I'm so so glad. Um, yeah. because for Stranger Things, even the Duffers and their composers and the team as a whole has said how crucial music is to the story and mm-hmm. You know, with even just the the opening theme and all yeah. these wonderful scores that mm-hmm. are now really iconic with the yeah. series, it's really kind of branded itself as something that you know the music is essential. So I'm having just so much fun expanding on that with a different genre and in a different mm-hmm. way because there's so much you can do with it musically. Wow, wow, that's so cool. So tell us more about that, like about the musical. Uh, what's it called? Are you going with the same name or you're going with something different? Yeah. So as of now, uh, the official title is Stranger Things, an unauthorized musical drama because it is still unauthorized at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, of course, I would love to move forward with authorizing it through Netflix, um, but I'm waiting until I have a little more to give them. Uh, it is still a work in progress, but I want to give them something really, really great and a good pitch when the time comes. And then I want to go for um, Stranger Things, a musical as the title. So very basic, very, you know, exactly what it is. Mm, that's so cool. That's so cool. And this is happening in the next year? That's the goal. So um, I am L.A. based. Uh-huh. And in the summer, we have the L.A. Fringe Festival, which is a really great place for up and coming Um, Not even just necessarily musicals, but performances Uh and plays and just different genres of theater to debut. And it's a great way to, you know, establish it as a piece that is going to be coming into, you know, the field. So the goal is to submit it for the Fringe Festival next summer. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That's amazing. So you'll be having France and everything. No, no, that's what it's called. Oh, it's called the French Festival? Oh, it's not in France. Okay. (laughs) I'm very literal. I'm sorry. I wish. No, 
I mean, that would be incredible. I, I have no idea about the French Stranger Things fandom. I know they have a big following in the UK. Mm. Um, and that's something that's really great, too, is that um, I recently became an admin for a Stranger Things Facebook group called Stranger Things Ultimate Fan Forum. So if you are on Facebook and want to have a great place to communicate with fellow fans, it's excellent. And we have fans from all over the world. I mean, from every single corner, people are drawn to this series because, you know, I think it is very human. I think it's relatable. Mm. Um, one of the things I love about the show so much and what inspired me to work on my adaptation was that the characters are all very real. You believe what they're going through. These are people you could meet mm. in your daily life. And even though they have a sci-fi fantasy experience, mm. how they go about with it is really genuine and real. And a mm. lot of that is in, you know, the hands of the wonderful cast. So I'm really hoping that um, my cast can do the same thing. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. All right, cool. Like I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, especially when you're writing something like that. I'm sure you dive really deep into the characters. Yeah. And, and so one of the things we love to do is we love themes. We love, we love to talk about the characters and what they might be thinking and going through. And sometimes we'll pick up on things they say and kind of like come up with our own kind of meaning. Uh, in, in terms of how we see the world. And so I'm very curious about your thoughts on on the season and also on this season two finale as well. So, yeah, so I'm going to leave the floor to you just to share your theme. Okay. Yeah, we'll take it from there. Awesome. So uh, for me, I'm very lucky that I'm writing my musical at this time because since my musical is just the events of season one, mm. because, you know, to do season two as well, it would just end up being an eight hour long show and no one wants yeah. to sit through that. <laughs> I mean, even Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is on Broadway now, is a two-parter show mm -hmm. and people sit through that. So I don't know, maybe, but you know, <laughs> my show just focuses on season one, but mm -hmm. the really wonderful benefit of writing it now is that since season two has come out and we have season three coming out, mm -hmm. you can do a lot of fun foreshadowing mm. with this story because, mm. of course, Steve Harrington is mm. awful. He's such a jerk in season one, <laughs> yeah. but in season two, he became everybody's favorite character. So yeah. it's fun taking, you know, knowing what we know about Steve in season two mm. and kind of bringing some, you know, some subtext and foreshadowing and that sensitivity that we know that he has inside of him to um, what I'm writing for him in season one. Mm -hmm. uh, another really great example is uh, the relationship between Will and Joyce, uh -huh. because we really don't get to see that in season one. We see glimpses of it, we see flashbacks, we see them communicate with what they're going through while he's in the upside down. Mm -hmm. But um, when I first started writing my show, I was only watching season one and I was avoiding season two because I oh. didn't want what I knew about that season. Because I had seen both when I started mm. writing. Mm. But I didn't want the events of season two to get mixed up in my head with season uh -huh. one. Yeah. And I didn't want to be too biased towards it. But one day I was like, no, you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to see if there's anything I can draw from it. Mm. And because in season two we have Will going through 
not the same experience, in fact, a very different experience, but he is still, you know, trapped. He's still Mm -hmm. scared and frightened. But now that we can see him and Joyce face to face, Mm -hmm. you know, working through these issues and seeing, you know, her maternal care of him and his, you know, confiding in her, it helps a lot for writing the music because obviously, you know, they were always mother and son. It's like, this isn't anything new in season two that we're seeing, Mm. but it's taking, I'm having a lot of fun taking what we know from other seasons because of course, when season three comes out, I'm going to probably draw from inspiration there as well. (laughs) You know, it's cool using that to bring it to season one with the knowledge we have. Uh, Another resource I have that I'm really lucky to have is the novels that have come out, you know, um, Mm -hmm. the new Hopper novel that just was released a couple months ago, Darkness on the Edge of Town, Mm -hmm. is something that I can use to add to Hopper's songs. Because in the opening of my show, he sings a number called Coffee and Contemplation, because what else would it be called? (laughs) What else could you possibly call (laughs) And um, instead of just complaining about, you know, the mundane tasks of being the chief of police in Hawkins, which is in the song, um, Mm. it also gives it a chance to dive a little deeper in comparing his life as a Hawkins cop to his life as a big city cop because that's all canon information that has been written alongside the Duffers. And it's just, there's so many wonderful resources that when I tell people, oh, I'm writing a Stranger Things musical, you know, sometimes people will be a little cynical and be like, oh, well, you know, how much can you really do with it? And it's like, well, now that we have all these wonderful resources. There's a lot that you can do with creativity yeah. and, you know, delving into the characters because they're all such wonderful characters. Mm. Um, there's not a single character I dislike, even, you know, the Batman. It's, <laughs> they're all written so wonderfully and portrayed so wonderfully. And that's what, in my opinion, really makes the show stand out is that, you know, these wonderful characters, you really feel for all of them and you sympathize with all of them. I mean, I'm working on a song for Brenner right now and I wasn't sure if I was going to write a song for him because, you know, it is a very serious subject matter, but, you know, music is not just lighthearted and fun. It also is Mm -hmm. serious Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. inquisitive. And for Brenner, his song is called Incredible and he sings it to Eleven, right before he puts her in the sensory deprivation tank to go and find the Demogorgon. Mm. And he's singing to her about, you know, how proud of her that, that he is, um, Mm. how she's going to change the world Mm. about how far she's come. And it's, you know, it sounds like the lyrics are supposed to sound like, you know, it's good. And to Brenner, he is good. He is you know, solving the mysteries of science. He's changing the world. He thinks he's doing the right thing. But we as the audience, knowing who he is and what he really is all about, it's Mm. just, oh, it's so twisted. And Mm. that's the thing that's so great about this show is that you can look at these characters and they're not one-dimensional. Brenner is not just an evil bad guy. He's a scientist. He's He thinks he's in the right. And... It's a really wonderful contrast to, you know, Joyce, who is on the complete 
opposite spectrum, but still believes that she is right mm -hmm. about everything, despite mm -hmm. what people are saying. So uh, there are a lot of really fun parallels, and I love that the characters all work together. Mm -hmm. um, some of my favorite scenes are when, in both season one and season two, are when the kids are explaining to the adults about what they're going to do, and the adults <laughs> are fully listening. You know, there's no... Um, and by the, the adults, I mean Hopper and Joyce and yeah. <laughs> not, definitely not Ted Wheeler. He's not going to listen to <laughs> uh, We don't like Ted. <laughs> oh, I don't think, oh, how, how could you? He's, <laughs> Ted is, is something else. Uh. But I love that the, the adults, even Hopper at first, he's a little skeptical, but mm -hmm. Even then, he's coming to them. He's like, how are we going to do this? How do we do this? How are we going to go about going this way? And it really is a team effort mm -hmm. between everyone who's, who's working towards the goal, whether if it's season one with, you know, finding Will or whether it's season two, closing the gate, mm -hmm. um, you know, taking the mind flare out of Will mm. and, um, you know, everything that they go through, it's all a team effort. And so are musicals and stage productions. So I just, I, I just think it's a really good fit to bring this to the stage. Mm. 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 Wow. That's amazing. It's, it's kind of incredible how like with, with each song you're bringing out, you know, if, especially Brandon's one, I've, yeah. I, I've not thought of that, like how he thought he was in the right, you know, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. you know or supposed to. Yeah. Oh, know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mentioned yeah. the Hopper novel. There's also a Brenner novel called wow. uh, Suspicious Minds that mm. talks about his relationship with Terry Ives wow. and uh, how Hawkins Lab came to be. And um, I have only gotten to skim through it. I haven't gotten to delve into it mm -hmm. really deeply. Um, wow. One of my cast members, my Jonathan, has read it and was giving me a lot of information about it. But I'm really looking forward to sitting down and reading that as well because I think that's going to add even more depth to his yeah. song. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's amazing. Like, I'm, and also the other parallel that I think I, I liked a lot was the, 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 the kids explaining stuff. Yeah. You know, and how... So yeah. Kind of does the same thing yeah you know? with the mind flare and mm -hmm. dusted mm -hmm. like explaining it mm -hmm. but then he's like oh the zombies we have, to yeah. have a zombie army <laughs> <laughs> and hopper's like yeah uh that doesn't work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's great because with uh, that scene in general hopper's like this is a game and he's like okay yeah. well but do you have a better comparison right now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> It's great. And that's the wonderful thing about the show, too, is that it's such a wonderful balance, too, of humor and fun, mm -hmm. but also terrifying and serious. And mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of that in season three. Um, mm -hmm. I loved that the two trailers that were released were just completely different you know the first one was all about you know kids having fun in the summer and young love and all these teaser trailers like the coke one and all this stuff that's coming yeah. out about you know kids having fun in the summer but then we get this season two trailer mm. oh i think it was actually literally a week ago yeah it was yeah. last week um yeah. where you know it's terrifying and, yeah. oh my God. you know, that voiceover, oh, it's just... Um, yeah. The voiceover, oh. I was like, this is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was, kind of, it was kind of long, but I was... It, it, it 
freaked me out a little bit because you see you see Ted a little bit there. Yeah. It's it's kind of scary. It's scary. Like I was real. Yeah. Was real. And it's like it's easy, you know, because we do love these characters and mm. they are so great, especially the kids. Mm. Um, it would be so easy to camp up this series, but they don't. You know, yeah, it yeah. very much yeah. is is both. And yeah. I think that's part of its wide appeal, too. You know, mm. you can get a lot of things from it. If you're into sci-fi, there's that. If you're into, you know, fun 80s movies, there's that. If you're yeah. into suspense, yeah. if you're, you know, all of this stuff is mm. what makes it, I think, such a versatile show. And what um, is part of the draw for, like I said, people from all around the world who mm. just love this show so much. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. That's so awesome. Um, is there anything else? Do you want to give... I'm thinking maybe we should like ask her where like people can find her stuff. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, Why don't you do that? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, cool. So, so where can people find your stuff? You mentioned the the group on Facebook and it's called Stranger Things fans. Uh, the Stranger Things Ultimate Fan Forum. Um, oh. So that is a fandom forum that is all fandom related. I'm one. Mm. I'm I'm a moderator on there. We have several mm. ad admins, okay. and that is just general discussion about the show, places mm. to talk about theories, places to share, you know, Stranger Things experiences you have. We mm. have a lot of people who get to meet mm. uh, the cast at oh, cons. Cool. And just that's just a discussion group, but um, mm -hmm. it's a really great group. Uh, we are always looking for more members, so uh, that's going to be Stranger Things Ultimate Fan Forum on nice. Facebook. Nice. And uh, we have a really wonderful um, admin there, Jamie Lee. She's our chief admin. Mm -hmm. She's fantastic. And then for my uh, personal project, my musical, mm -hmm. we do have an Instagram page and a Facebook page. Mm. Uh, the Instagram will be at Stranger Things a Musical. Uh, very important for a musical because um, there are a couple parody musicals out there and one of them does have um, Stranger Things, the musical. We're not the okay. musical, we're a mm. musical. A musical. <laughs> and then uh, it's going to be the same thing on Facebook. It'll be at Stranger Things, a musical, but you can also search Stranger Things, an unauthorized musical drama. Mm. And uh, for anybody listening who is in the LA area, um, me and my hopper from my cast, we are going to be at the Santa Monica Pier on Sunday, and we're also going to be at the SAG screening this coming Saturday. So, yeah, so feel free to come up to us, talk anytime. If you ever see me out and about um, as Joyce, because when I go to Stranger Things events, I usually am. I always have business cards. Um, I'm still casting, too. So if anybody's listening who has a passion for musical theater or mm -hmm. Stranger Things, hopefully both, uh, send me a message. I'd, I'd love to talk to you about, you know, possibly auditioning or having more input. That is awesome yeah and we will be sharing this in our story as well so mm. that we just have a direct link to your page so they'll be able to find you on instagram awesome yay <laughs> cool that's so cool yeah that was cool i think what i like the most is that xandra spent time kind of like talking about themes per like character in her musical yes. i thought that was like a really like yes. fresh twist on the way that we do themes mm -hmm. which is 
really awesome. Mm. I really, really like that. Yeah, so, I like that she's doing that. Yeah. yeah. So really, make sure that you check her out, guys. If you're into mm. Stranger Things, like this is definitely Worth something that you'd yes. be into. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep putting her in our story, like featuring some mm-hmm. of her posts, just so that yeah. you can keep checking her out. Mm-hmm. We are also talking about revamping nerdy crew which was our tuesday podcast Mm -hmm. we have been taking a break from it because we kind of felt like it was getting a little stale Mm -hmm. like it wasn't as good Mm -hmm. quality as what we have Mm -hmm. been producing on thursdays Mm -hmm. and that kind of felt like it wasn't wasn't proper like we weren't doing the podcast justice Mm -hmm. so we are going to be restarting it soon Mm -hmm. maybe next tuesday (laughs) maybe next tuesday maybe later i think we're we're, we're taking our time we're allowing ourselves to pace it out yeah. And kind of figure out how we want to do it, and because we feel it's important mm-hmm. to do this, because it's 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 our way of really engaging with the audience, whether yeah. you're into one show or not. Yeah, we want to create a platform where anyone can can just jump on and yeah and engage. So the other thing that we like is you know talking about other things besides just the topic that we're talking about yeah so it's like not just getting stuck in stranger things like yes. being able to do talk about other things like we just saw men in black like mm-hmm. we're gonna be we just saw spider-man mm-hmm. like there's lots of shows that like we want to be able to feature a little yes. bit yes and talk about mm-hmm. and then there's also just like nerd news out there like we haven't even talked about like nerd the new news. casting like of that. batman or mm-hmm. like they're doing another charlie's angels like we haven't been able to talk about that mm-hmm. so having a space that we can talk <laughs> about that mm-hmm. and like you guys can engage on it and yeah. even including interviews like we were talking yeah. to sandra about following her journey as mm-hmm. she's doing the musical like mm-hmm. she wants it like she said she is hoping like in a year it will yeah. actually be on stage mm. so like following that process and having her on the show to talk about yes like that's really a space where we'd like to yes. do that and yes. you know get other people involved yes. we have a lot of friends who cosplay like mm. asking them about their about their mm. favorite characters and why they cosplay and like what mm. like what that process is like for them what that journey's been like for them mm. i just think that it's a cool place to talk about that stuff. yes yes i, I agree with that Definitely, I'll be venting a lot about no more remakes. No more remakes, no more old sequel, whatever. I don't even know what that's called, but just no more, please. Shlong is very passionate. So that's like that's our vision for Nerdy Crew, the Tuesday podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be coming back soon. Again, we're really taking our time trying to make a really quality product because yes. we just feel like we haven't been doing it justice, and that's yeah. something... We really like to work with excellence, yeah. I think, is, yeah. our, is yeah. one of our major things yeah. that we like to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next week.